0: Welcome to one more edition of the Bones of Advertising. I am still Sean Connery, no Craig McLeod, and you, of course, are.
1: I'm, uh, I'm John Douglas. Last time I looked, hang about. Let me just, uh, let me just check. Um, I've got it here. Uh, I've got it here. Yep, John Douglas. Yes, that's my name. You don't look Very prepared to me. Should we start that again? No, 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 no. no. I don't sure. see any reason why we shouldn't. Uh, why we shouldn't just uh, plough on. Well, oh, I, I can, uh, I can make myself then? prepared. As we go through the um, through the through, through the podcast, right. the, um, the reason I think uh, I, I think I've got ai think I know I think I've identified the bone that we should pick today. Yeah, right. and that uh, bone, my friend, is the uh, the bone of being completely unorganised right. for um, uh, for a meeting. Uh, it is uh, the plague of advertising agencies everywhere. Yeah, the, right. Um, right. People, right. Who just, people who turn up late. People who turn up unprepared, people who just uh, who don't even turn up at all. (laughs) What about about the hijacking
0: of meetings as well? I'd really like to touch on the meeting that gets hijacked.
1: Oh, I love those! Like when you when you we had we I used to work at an agency. uh, We had a a very large automotive client, um, and they would be having so many meetings internally. At the at the at the, plant, at the at the at the you know down at Fisherman's Bend. <laughs> I guess you know what I'm talking about now. Um, <laughs> there's so many meetings down there. When they turned up at the agency, they realised that they hadn't actually had a chance to chat about the stuff they really wanted to chat about. Yeah, right. So we'd be we'd be there ready to have a meeting. Like you know, sit there. We're going to be brief. We're going to be about this. And these two would have this conversation at the other end of the table about, oh yeah. And then that other the thing with the um, uh, the seats. We've really got to address that thing with the seats. So, like, we've got to address the colour. Yeah, the leather. Yeah, the colour of the leather. Yeah, it should be. Re- and we're sitting around just being very polite. going, kind of, oh really? Oh seats. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're here to talk about the launch of a new brand, you know, a new a new car brand. And they're like, yeah. And the um and the mirrors. You know, there is that issue with the mirrors. We've really got to get a corporate communications out about the, the, the issue with the mirrors. Yeah, right. And then, uh, and then, like, so the meet the brief would be the your meeting would go from being an hour to being three quarters of an hour to being half an hour to being you know fifteen minutes to being five ten. Minutes. The ten minute meeting. And, yeah. They eventually get to us. and Then we'd open up the brief and they'd look at it, and someone will have would have let the would have left the date off the top, and they'd go, "This brief is incomplete." Back to us when you've got a complete breath and walk out. No, <laughs> what a
0: terrible client! No way. Oh, what about the no, ones? What about no, the ones me. that keep you keep you waiting in reception? What about those? What's your What's your limit on reception waiting? Now, obviously, spent a lot of times in uh, in sales, JD, but a lot of time. What's your What's your limit
1: for waiting for someone before you go? You are a joke. It's always hard. It's always hard, especially if they the, the the length of time they they leave you in the meeting. They'll leave you in the in reception. Is um, uh, generally proportional to the amount of care they the, the amount of bucks they do not give. Um, uh, so
0: would, the, the uh, law of diminishing returns. The longer yeah. you're left in reception, there's basically you're worth nothing to them.
1: Yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, um, I think, um, I think I think I think I set it. I think I set it out for about half an hour once with a with a was, Impressive. I was, well, I was with a boss and I was like I couldn't leave. But I think I think half an hour. I think that was kind of the meeting. I love that story though about the um, uh, when Morris and Charles Saatchi when they were setting up. Their business in it was. This is attributed to Morrison Charles, but you know, let's just say Charles Morrison Charles Saatchi. And Sarchi and Sarchi when they were originally going for the uh, British Rail account, they were invited to pitch. And they, uh, the the clients arrived and were sat in the um, uh, reception area, and the and the woman, (laughs) woman reception, was just there filing her nails, just like you know. And they had to come up and look at. They go, "Excuse me," and they and then she went, "That old one." Yeah, yeah. And it was like, uh, "We're here to see um, Morris and Charles Archie. We're from uh, British." Rail, just leave down, take a I seat. I thought you would have done the sigh. Yeah, so, so they took a seat and they're just sitting there. No one offers him a cup of tea, no one offers them a cup of water, nothing. They're sitting there for 20 minutes a minute and eventually they stood up about to storm out. And Charles Saatchi turns up and goes, No, gentlemen, sorry, please come this way. They walk into the boardroom and it's a shit fight. There's pizza boxes, there's tissues, there's graffiti, there's, like, it's just a shit fight. And they go, What the? And they say, Charles Sarchi apparently, says, this is the customer's perception of British Rail. The way we've treated you is the way you treat all of your customers. We have a fantastic brand campaign, but we refuse to share it with you until you tidy up your act. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And did they win or not? I, I think they did. I believe they did. Apocryphally, that's the story. But wow. that's got nothing to do with being disorganized. It's just got something to do with, um, uh, you know, having to wait in reception, which, you know, a rabbit hole. I'm always happy to go down a rabbit hole, by, you know me. <laughs>
0: So, hijacked meetings, people turning up late. It happens a lot. And how do you manage it? I think is really important. So, for the listeners, when someone rocks up and they're not organized, there's a couple of things you can do. Now, if you're a bit of a dick, you can just go, you know what? Turn up prepared you rescheduled this meeting and we'll move on or you can go, shall we take five minutes to run through the brief right now just to make sure everyone's ready to go. So there's two really distinct options you can choose when someone's unprepared or ill-prepared, whatever the great grammar should be for that, JD. Um,
1: I think there's two. I think think you're talking about two completely different things. Ill-prepared is someone who comes slightly prepared but prepared wrong. Yes. Okay. And unprepared yeah. is someone who hasn't given enough stuffs about your meeting to actually read up about what you wanted the meeting to be about in the first place. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think the degree to which you give them some of that leeway is really about how important they are and what else is going on in their world relative to what it is. So again, you know, this morning you and I were on a meeting and I was listening to you think. I listened to you talk about how relevant brands actually are to our best prospect. Like where do we sit in their pecking order? You know, son who's got issues at school, you know, they've got problems with the fish delivery, they've got, you know, like there's all this other stuff and then here we are somewhere within that realm and and we believe we're the, so much, we're the most important thing in the world but yes. you've got to give people a little bit of leeway, particularly when they're, you know maybe running a small business and they're wearing a billion different hats you know you and i doing this that and everything else but i do think when someone's unprepared because they couldn't be bothered or couldn't be asked really putting the effort in to deliver and they'll just wing it as they get there they probably get a little less of the uh you know the allowance to let's just run through the brief together now
1: yeah 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 it's um uh, turning up late is uh a I think is, you always get extra points if you ring ahead and say, Look, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be five minutes late. Yeah. If you do, everyone goes, Oh, that's all right. That's something I understand. <laughs> we we don't the thing we don't like dealing with is ambiguity. Yeah. No one's good with ambiguity. Like it's like, What's happening? I don't know. Like I don't, I Where I, are I don't know. I don't know. I got no idea. Yeah. Do they care? we don't know. Like yep. and and the, the more you can manage people's expectations, the better. But yeah. this the whole the whole idea. Oh and again, see, we're just making shit up. So I've come completely unprepared for this cast. I have. Like in the spirit, in the spirit of giving you total transparency and trying to be as authentic as possible. I have got you should see my desk. I have got notes everywhere like it's just a it's a garbage fight
0: none of which pertain to this podcast thank you very (laughs) much Uh,
1: not one not one i've got i've got a um I've got a couple of invitations to a uh, that I've got to get back to a client on. I've got a uh, I've got a couple of uh, uh, frames open on the on the computer about where maybe, <laughs> maybe the next game of golf could come from. Um, but but in terms of preparing for this particular, yeah, I've come. Compl- I am unprepared as opposed to. Ill prepared. Well, I think I'm probably
0: I'm more ill prepared than unprepared for this particular episode of our podcast. But in the spirit of being great on the fly, I think we've done okay so far. You know, we're we twelve minutes
1: in, and so far, so good. In my opinion, humble opinion as it may be. I think we. Uh, I think we. I think. Uh, I think our regular listeners have learnt to deal with the... Uh, i to filter out just this ridiculousness with with which we approach it.
0: I I want to share a couple of things with you before you go to that next point. I want to share a couple of topics that have been raised that I've had to sit through while the clients or even just while the agency people have continued to chat away. We've, We've had a whole host of different things, one of which was a client who came into the room and then another client, and they were both gents, they played golf together. So before the meeting started, there was 15 minutes about where he'd just played golf before he got to the meeting, but then it went on about the actual golf game and the score. Yeah. Then it went to clubs. Then it went to the ball choice. So yeah. at that point, I'm kind of like, I'm in trouble here. This is yeah. nothing. I, really not, I could have got involved in the golf chat, as you well know. I
1: love the golf. But as much as I – See, it's almost as if I bought a proper, and was prepared, but I'm really not. I have this in my office. The other one
0: uh, we were talking about earlier was um, shopping. Yep. Now, that, that I thought was ridiculous. Are we really talking about shopping before we're starting a meeting about an advertising campaign? But then yep. I thought to myself, how can we spin this? So I kind of segued away from into that, into and. Based on that and you buying those shoes, you've gone through conscious, conscious decisions. So what we're gonna talk about today oh, is how it will actually impact consumer oh, brand consideration and then boom all see, Just boom, straight into it. So we basically grabbed the conversation and drew it out straight into some brand conversation and away we
1: went. See, Doctor Smooth, like just Slick. one. Yeah, I'm talking about this over here. And before I know it, I'm actually back about what the meeting was about. Yeah. If only you could pull off that same trick with us. Yeah, like that no, I can't. Let me just um, uh, share. I heard uh, two really, really good um, uh, tricks that people can that people can use. And one is just to look at the meeting. Like, you know, when you get those conversations that just kind of spiral out of control nice so, and, and, it, and it becomes very, very aware, you become very aware that some people have read what they're supposed to read and other people are just kind of catching up and other people haven't bothered and have, don't care and are just chucking in random opinions <laughs> you know, that actually have no bearing on the meeting at all. The best thing I ever heard saw was someone at the start of the meeting who was sort of chairing the meeting just reach out with a hand and say, I'm just going to take that conversation back. And it was like and everyone went, Oh hmm. someone has taken control. Yeah, I Isn't like that yeah. And like the-, the talking stick. Yeah, like the talking stick, the conch. <laughs> the conch. <laughs> <laughs> Love the
0: conch call, JD.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was never
0: able to blow a conch, yeah, like- no, you just fake it, mate. You use your voice. It's not actually coming out of the shell.
1: Ah. Oh really? Maybe no, that, that was not- my mistake. Maybe well, I, I rabbit hole again. Maybe, maybe I was trying. To, yeah, I was trying to access my inner Pacific Islander. Yeah. You're in a Hawaiian. Oh, yeah. And I'm not. I'm not any good at that. The other. Um, no the right,
0: other. I'll give you a little point. And tick for
1: yeah. that. Or a, <laughs> <ding>. <laughs> a. little star. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I've no idea where we're going. I've lost it. Where no, are you going? You had two stories. Yeah, the other the other story is um, uh, one which I saw was uh, um, uh, employed at um, my very first agency. Uh, two clients came in, and they were both. Uh, one of them had prepared for the wrong meeting. I think that's probably the best way. He his mind was kind of ahead in. The next meeting he was going to have to go into and so he was a bit distracted and one of them had prepared for the meeting but, you know, it was all, there was, and there was always going to be a little bit of um, uh, argy-bargy in the meeting anyway and as soon as he became aware that our, the guy was the head of account service at this at this agency, as soon as he became aware that there was, that the conversation was actually going nowhere, about 10 minutes into the meeting he's just said, look, General, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and I think we should just we should regroup. I think we're probably not going to get anywhere today because I think we're there's a number of different distractions impacting this meeting. I think we should regroup. And that was just brilliant. It gave everyone a chance to go, you're right. Yep, it'll give me a chance to have a proper opinion. I've actually this guy's actually said, No, this meeting is important. Maybe next time I will come prepared. And then uh and then next time we had the meeting it just it flew through everyone got what they wanted it was a win-win for everybody it was fantastic love it so i think that i think reading the um uh if the meeting if the meeting is unimportant you can turn up unprepared and no one will call you on it and so there will be no consequences and so the next time you have a meeting with the same person you're thinking well last time last time was of no consequence this one will be of no consequence either so you don't prepare for it whereas if you allow people to see that there is consequence to a meeting the next time you have a meeting, they'll be aware that there is a great deal of consequence and so people will come prepared. And therein lies so, yeah. moral to our story. Yeah. You can't you can't necessarily save this meet you can't save this podcast, but you can save the next one. <laughs> you can
0: save your meeting. And I've got a, a simple thing to close out on, JD. Don't accept the meeting if you don't want to be involved. They're real simple for me. I look yeah. at meeting requests that come through and we get a few of them throughout the day. We've got, you know, wherever they're coming from. And if it's one that I know I'm not going to add value to or if, or if the other guys have got it covered, I don't go. I don't turn up and look distracted or find me on my phone. Like that's just a killer. Like if you're in the meeting on your phone, we've got a real simple rule in our agency, don't we? No phones. You pick yeah. up your phone in a meeting, you better be wanting to show someone something that we've produced on that phone because yeah. to me that's the ultimate height of rudeness. Yeah. But At the end of the day, if you don't want to be in a meeting, don't go. That's That's another edition of the Bones of Advertising, J.D. Thank you very much.